we're going to welcome in Coach Bob Hallberg into the postgame show. Cougars get the victory 67-46. to Coach, your team was absolutely dominant in the second quarter, outscoring Tabor 21-5 to points. What was the feeling in that second quarter? Did you even realize you held them scoreless for about eight minutes there? Well, I, I did because Coach Shaw kept keeping me in tune on the, you know, they haven't scored yet, they haven't <laughs> scored yet, then they get a jump shot. We let them score, you know. But, uh, you know, I knew we were, we were very intense defensively today, and uh, we put a little pressure on their guards, and they didn't get a lot of good looks at the basket. That's not a, uh, a good shooting, uh, it's not a bad shooting team. I'm looking at their top scorer, uh, who's, you know, one of the most valuable players in their conference, and she was 2 for 13 from the floor. Now, when you go two for 13 from the floor, that's Ediger. It's not just a case where you're having a bad day and you're missing shots. They had a hand in her face every time. Every time we let her alone, she hit the shot. But, uh, you know, we held them to 29% shooting, and uh, I thought that was the key, that we really, we really, uh, you know, had a hand in their face all of the time. So, Coach, during the start of the second half and pretty much throughout the entire second half, I saw a big deterioration from the energy level levels from the first half into the second half. What was the reason for that or what happened? I don't have a good explanation for that, to be honest with you. You know why? We had 220 points, and uh, uh, it was nothing they were doing. I think mentally we talked about that at halftime. We talked. We said the score was 0-0. Zero to zero. But a lot of times you get into a basketball game, people relax when they got a big lead, and I said, you can never let the clock do your work. You know, we're out there like, well, you know, we're running out of time. There's, you know, eventually they're not going to catch us then. But that, it concerns me in the fact that the second half was so close for mm -hmm. both periods. But, you know, you, you got to look at the game as a whole. And fortunately, fortunately for us, it's played in four quarters and we dominated the first half. So as a coach, I would like to look a little bit stronger on the, uh, on the first half of what we did and see if we can sustain that for four quarters tomorrow. One player that seemed to at least you know, maintain that energy a little bit was Brittany Collins. 21 points, 19 rebounds for your senior. And it seemed just the past two years, Brittany Collins' confidence has grown. and She's been showing that she's one of the most dominant players in the NAIA, not alone just her position, but just all around. What has Brittany Collins really shown you over the past two years? Because she's absolutely, been absolutely unstoppable in this tournament game. Well, she hasn't showed me anything I didn't know. I mean, she's <laughs> she's played in the shadows of Kara Kolicki, and I don't mind anybody playing in her shadow. Uh, you know, Kara, when you're a player of the year, uh, I think Brittany doesn't get the respect for how good she is at her position. I mean, I think we got one of the best guards in the NAI in Kara, and if not, one of the best, but the best post player in Brittany, and I've said that all along, you know, that uh, I think she's the best center in the NAIA. And, you know, when you've got two players that are All-American status, your other player sometimes, in Brittany's case, probably doesn't get the attention that she deserves because people talk about Kara so much. And, you know, Brittany has a stat that, you know, when people look at score, they don't pay much attention to all the block shots she has, which just takes the ball completely out of the other hand of the team and triggers your fast break going at the other end. Well, she created her own club. She's the only player in St. Xavier wins basketball history with over 300 blocks, so that's something very impressive from her. So, Coach, between everything that happened tonight, what is the play that stood out for you the most? The play, mm -hmm. the one play that stood out the most, I think there was a lot that stood out the most, particularly what stands out to me was Maddie got us off to a very quick start with some long-range threes. And uh, that, that the momentum on, on hitting the trees early, as we did in the, the Olivet game, just puts the other team back on their heels to start right off the bat. Well, one thing, Coach, final question for you is, next matchup will be tomorrow night at 8.45 p.m. 
when you'll be taking on the Morningside Mustangs, a team that you are familiar with. You played them in the second game of the season. you got to win at Morningside. And a player on their team that had a great game yesterday, or today was Madison Braun. She shot 10 of 20 from the field, 3 of 10 from 3, finished with 27 points. They have some shooters on the outside, and they have a post player down low, number 12, Sydney Huff, that's pretty athletic. What are you looking at this Morningside team that could give you problems tomorrow night? Well, they present problems for us in the fact that, you know, there's uh, the range is so far out. You know, most people will look at number 14 and 4, where they'll be, you know, 90 feet from the basket, and they'll say, well, she's not going to shoot that. They do. Mm-hmm. But when you guard tight like we do tonight, one of the things that happens sometimes is the other team penetrates off the dribble on you. We did a good job of stopping their outside game. In the second half, they started attacking the basket more to compensate for the fact that we were stretched out on them. They present problems for you because uh, if you back off their guards, they're going to cast the tree. All right? If you get on them too tight, they're going to go around you. So they're a good ball club, and we're going to have our hands full tomorrow night. Plus, you know, this is like the Morningside Invitational. It's the only <laughs> team in the conference tournament that has a home court advantage. Mm-hmm. And, it's you know, when we were Division One and play in Union, Union always had that advantage. Now we, boats well that you beat them, you know, this year at home as well. Yeah, and we, I think that's a big factor for our team, knowing that, you know, we accomplished that on their court, that we should be able to do it again. It's going to be a, a really toss-up game tomorrow night. I mean, it's this is not going to be an easy game, and I hope it's not an easy game for them. Well, good luck tomorrow, Coach. We uh, wish you the best, and we know that your team's always going to give 100%. Get the win tonight. Congrats on the win. You're closing in on 500.